Hello, I'm William Hildebrandt, and welcome to the special edition of Access Asia. Over 12 years ago, the strongest earthquake in Japan's recorded history struck, resulting in a massive tsunami. More than 18,000 people were killed, and the disaster led to a meltdown at the Fukushima Daiichi power plant, the world's worst nuclear accident since Chernobyl 25 years earlier. Today, we look at what's to become of the 1.3 million tons of water that was used to cool the reactors. Well, with the Fukushima facility rapidly running out of storage space for the water, it is a green light, but critics might say it's a radioactive green light. This month, a U.N. nuclear watchdog and Japanese regulators gave separate approval to a plan to dump over a million tons of treated wastewater into the Pacific Ocean. Both have said the environmental impact would be negligible, but that has not allayed fears, especially for local people. Yigari Yuki grew up here in Fukushima, where he was born. This is his surf shop. Following the 2011 disaster, he left his hometown with his family, but eventually chose to go back and open his shop back up for business. He's wary of the government's plan to release treated radioactive water from the plant into the ocean, saying local residents just want to get back to a normal life. We're just ordinary people. We feel incredibly powerless. I hope the government can release information about the quality of the nuclear contaminated water. Although they have done to some extent, it's full of jargon and we can barely understand it. Concerns have risen after Japan got a green light from the UN's nuclear watchdog to release the water. There is apprehension in particular among fishermen and fishmongers. The industry hit rock bottom after the 2011 nuclear disaster, after several countries banned some Japanese products. Some fishing fleets in Fukushima are still only allowed to leave port three days a week, with crews depending on government subsidies to survive. Locals fear the water release will further hamper recovery. I'm completely against it. They're definitely going to do it. I'm really angry about it. But I have to obey the country's decision. Japan says the treated but still slightly radioactive water will be diluted to levels safer than international standards. The UN Nuclear Agency's chief, Rafael Grossi, insisted the proposal would have negligible impact on the environment. During his visit to the plant, he fed fish raised in seawater containing the same tritium concentration as the treated water. He said the levels in the water were on a par with those already released by countries like the U.S., China and France. For more, we can speak to France 24's Julia Kim in Tokyo. Hello to you, uh, Julia. Why does Japan have to dispose of this treated wastewater? Well, Will, the Japanese government has said the 1,000 tanks, or the 1,000 or so tanks that hold this radioactive wastewater, those tanks are set to reach capacity by 2024, so they have to start doing it now. Now, they're saying that the amount of water there is on site, because these 1,000 tanks are currently on the site of the Fukushima Daiichi power plant, well, it poses an enormous safety risk, because what if another earthquake were to strike again? So they say that a controlled release of this wastewater into the ocean is really the only way to guarantee uh, the safety. 
Now we're talking about over 1 million cubic meters of water. That's enough water to fill the world's tallest building, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Now they're saying that if they don't do this soon, then they don't want to run the risk of safety concerns in the future. So this is why they're saying that it has to be done. And officials are saying that it will be done as early as August this year. Yeah, Julia, you said the term a controlled release. What does that mean? How will they be releasing this water? So the water is first going to be filtered through a series of filters um, to remove all of the radioactive material uh, present. Um, they're going to release it through a long tunnel, an under undersea tunnel that's going to be released offshore about a kilometer away from the mainland. And they argue that this is going to ensure that uh, surrounding fish and fishermen and their livelihoods won't be impacted. And they're going to do this over a period of 30 to 40 years. And as they do this, they're, go they're going to be checking periodically uh, the level of uh, radioisotopes in the water still present. Uh, and if it were to go past a... Uh, go beyond uh, an acceptable standard of safety, they would immediately stop the release. That's what they've said. Uh, scientists seem split on the dangers of the water. Tell us more. Well, the filtration system is going to be able to remove the majority of radioactive material uh, in the contaminated wastewater, but there is one radioactive isotope it won't be able to remove, and that's tritium. That's because tritium is bonded to the water molecule, which makes it extremely difficult to remove completely. Now, the level of tritium in the ocean, it's already present because there are nuclear power plants all over the world releasing uh, this isotope in the ocean. Now, the Japanese government has said that they're going to be releasing, they're going to be capping the level of tritium to a standard that's uh, well, well beyond uh, the standard um, that's listed as acceptable by the World Health Organization. So much, much safer than what other countries are currently dumping at the moment into the ocean. Uh, they also cited the fact that China has been releasing tritium, six, six and a half times more tritium than uh, Japan uh, into the ocean. And they're saying that what they're going to be releasing is going to be far safer than that. Scientists have said that this is safe because tritium is already present in the ocean, but they're also divided on the fact that there aren't really any wide scale studies showing what the presence of uh, tritium has done to the marine ecosystem. So studies about what would happen if the fish were to eat the tritium and that fish entering the human food chain those studies don't really exist, so it's hard to say that safety concerns are completely negligible when the studies just haven't been done yet to prove that. Indeed. All right, Julia, stay with us. We're going to take a, a quick look at some of the international reactions. Many Pacific Island nations still dealing with the legacy of nuclear weapons testing. And China, the largest buyer of Japanese seafood, cited safety reasons when it announced it would maintain a ban on certain food imports from Japan. Leo McGuinn reports. Japan says that they have no other option. But for China, the decision to dump radioactive water from the Fukushima power plant into the ocean is fraught with danger. Discharging nuclear contaminated water into the ocean is a risky and unprecedented venture. China reiterates its call for Japan to act responsibly towards the marine environment and human health. In response, China has already banned the importation of seafood from 10 Japanese prefectures, including Fukushima. Now, some Japanese officials are worried that Beijing may widen that ban. 
As for one of Japan's other neighbors, South Korea, the official response has been one of acceptance. Seoul says that they back the IAEA decision. The government's position is to respect the content of this report. As the IAEA is an authority with long-standing expertise and representation in the field of nuclear safety. But not everyone in South Korea is happy. Many residents are worried about the safety of the seafood and have been stockpiling salt amongst other items as a result. One MP, a member of the opposition Democratic Party, has been on hunger strike for nearly two weeks in response to the decision. The report does not guarantee the safety of South Koreans, nor does it specify the impact the release would have on the marine ecosystem. It is written based on Japan's decision, reached earlier at Japan's request. Therefore, we cannot trust its conclusion. That's why I cannot stop this hunger strike. Japan exported over 2 billion euros worth of seafood in 2022, but with China its main buyer, there are worries that that number could be drastically reduced in 2023. Julia, uh, clearly a lot of anxiety around this and a controversial uh, planned release of this wastewater. What are the wider geopolitical implications? Well, well this plan directly impacts Japan's neighbors, uh, South Korea, China, as well as the Pacific Islands. Now, South Korea has done a bit of a U-turn, and this is more or less directly linked to the fact that South Korea now has a new president that's uh, becoming much more chummy with Japan uh, compared to his predecessor. Now, uh, Yoon Sok Yeol has been has done a lot to improve uh, ties between Japan and Korea. Uh, the two countries, for the first time in 12 years, held bilateral summits uh, at each other's countries um, earlier this year, and that rapprochement is only strengthening. Now, uh, South Korea has said this week that essentially it's reassured by the findings of the International Atomic Agency's um, safety review. And honestly, they, they say that they've actually supported, they, they've come out in support of Japan's plans. So in that respect, uh, we can see that the rapprochement between the two countries is only strengthening. And this has angered China, which has really doubled down in its reaction uh, to Japan's plan. It's called Japan incredibly selfish, and it's also criticized Japan, calling it, uh, saying that it's essentially treating the ocean like its private sewer. Now, China has its own agenda here because it sees a stronger alliance between uh, two of Asia's biggest countries, Japan and South Korea, as very bad news. Now, those two countries, of course, aligning even more with the U.S., they're going to be holding a trilateral summit uh, later this year. And as the security and economic cooperation between those two countries strengthens, China feels very much threatened uh, by this. Now, as it expands, of course, uh, its, uh, its expansion in the South China Sea, of course, is worrying its neighbors. And so it's really using this um, wastewater uh, release issue to garner support uh, amongst the Pacific Island nations, which they themselves are also afraid of China. They're also trying to garner support amongst those islands and also garner support from South Korea and really try to drive a wedge between South Korea and Japan over this issue. Because South Korean, the South Korean government may have come out in support of uh, Japan's plan, but South Koreans and the general public sentiment is very much opposed uh, to this idea. Yeah, certainly a delicate story that will continue to follow here on Access Asia. Julia, thank you very much. Julia Kim speaking to us from Tokyo. That's it for this edition. Thank you for watching, and please stay tuned to France 24.